Top of the morning to you, Ash. Hello, hello, hello. I You guys have the woke up. You guys, I let me just try that again. It's seven. It's eight. Oh, it's eight twenty-four. It's so much of an excuse. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> Not late. Not that early. <laughs> it's pretty late in the morning. Uh, we went to bed late because no, late night didn't. last night. Yeah, we were up till like eleven thirty watching the Michael Jordan show. Again, we're eighty-two. That we was pretty a, late. We had a real late night, guys, and a real early morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I woke up all by myself. Yeah. I was like, Ashley's gone. The dogs are gone. What's going on? I thought you would be on a walk or downstairs getting ready for this podcast or something. Never. You were just sleeping on the couch. And I was wondering, all these things are going through my head. Why isn't Ashley sleeping with me? Did I fart too much? No. You were fine. Were you farting too much? No. Was I I tossing and turning in my sleep and our creaky bed couldn't, was waking you up? I did. These are all the things that automatically go through my head. Dash had to be let out a lot of times last night. I don't know if we didn't just take him for a nighttime walk and he was restless. So I woke up like twice to take him out. I woke up once to take him out. Yeah. Um, And then I was worried once I laid back down with in the bed. And because he was like, I don't know what's wrong with him. Maybe he's sick. He was like, like over and over and over again, and I was worried it would wake you up. So I went outside. It was driving me a little insane. Right. So that's why I left. And then I watched Hamilton, and I was like, I'll just fall asleep. Like, it's just a musical. And I watched the whole thing. You did? And I didn't fall asleep. I love that musical. Wow. I can't get over it. I didn't know you were out there watching a show for two hours or it's however not, long it is. It's not a very day you discover a new musical, and I'm like the last one to this party. I get that, but... <laughs> A musical that's very well filmed. Yeah, too. on Disney Plus. Not like Plus. it's just somebody holding their phone up in the audience. I just love the songs. They're very like, in, I don't know. They just like make you feel like you want to do something more, like incredible. Well, you like history too. And I like history. Yeah. So I just stayed awake forever watching it. And then that was over. And then I was I just laid there. I even bought a book. You bought a book? It was just like a... It was a revolutionary romance, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maggie Thatcher. The Ham- <laughs> what was that from? Oh. from when uh, Ben Wyatt butt dials Ron. When him and- our, our countries have a complicated relationship. <laughs> oh, my blazer popped open. <laughs> so that's from last... That's from Parks and Rec. Yesterday on the way, we went to a water park yesterday, actually. And on the way we listen to, do you guys ever do this? Sometimes we'll turn on like The Office or Parks and Rec and just listen to it. We've just seen it so many times that we can play the visuals in our head It's like so that we can stay safe while driving and not be watching a show. I'm not even watching because I don't want down, like, I don't want Dallin to ever be tempted to see what I'm seeing. I wouldn't be that good. If I were in the passenger seat, I would be watching it. Yeah. Plus like, I like to, I'm like a, I'm a very, what is the word? Um... I am I am I take my job as shotgun writer very seriously. <laughs> okay, but yesterday someone almost ran into us. I didn't see that one coming. The guy merged into our lane. Just on his phone, like an idiot. Yeah, it was dumb. But it was all in funny all, because he was his van was like a disaster repair van or something like you know you call them if your house floods or if there's an earthquake or something catches on fire yeah i feel like he should be someone who drives safely you're right you got to keep your head on a swivel these days people are just out there just getting what they need to get and going back to their house (laughs) and it's dangerous (laughs) it's dangerous for everyone involved all right ash i do have a news story today i have news stories after your news story about local news okay well, this one was worldwide news. Turns out this was in Jamaica. A lottery winner in the Jamaica lottery won $95 million. I want to know how long... Has, Isn't that nuts? Like, how long since the last winner for that to get up to $95 million? Right. In Jamaica. In Jamaica. That's that's so crazy. And 
they dressed up the photo of them. They dressed up as Darth Vader because they didn't want their face shown in Jamaica. Who is the woman? Is that someone else? I guess that's just somebody that works for the company. I don't know. But congrats to this person, whoever they are. And they're just remaining anonymous as Darth Vader. Would you want to remain anonymous if you won $95 million? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I think I would. I just would want to continue living my normal life, People but just like, a, a lot whoa. more at ease. No, kind of like the bucket list family, you know, just like, I don't care. I got 50 million in the bank. Yeah. People, you just do things and I'm sure people will be like worried for you. Like our family, they'd be worried about us to be like, wow, those guys, they're just really spending money. I would just, I would go on living my, I would, maybe I would buy a little nicer car. Yeah, I don't like, know. But every once in a while I would, I would do something like, I don't know, buy a house in alaska and, <laughs> and then people would be like oh is wow, that is, geez, i hope I'm, you're uh, i hope you're okay. cool that sounds good hope to you're me not overextending yourself and i'll just be like yeah it's something i've always wanted to do <laughs> so and nobody would know we will never let but secret secret really is that i have 95 million dollars in the bank 93 after i buy my two million dollar house in alaska is that what you you would buy that's what you would do well, if I had 90 million, that would be one of the things. I would love to have a place in Alaska. It'd be amazing. For what? Obviously, you wouldn't be coming with me. I would come with you. I just don't understand. It'd be so cool to have a place in Alaska. You'd rather have a place in Alaska than like Seattle. You're forgetting the $90 million or part. Or Victoria. There would also be a house in Seattle probably See, on the water. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Alaska. I would go to like Victoria, British Columbia. Or Seattle. Again, 90 million. How, so there would be one in Hawaii. Mo- there would be one in California. Well, it, money goes fast if you're buying good real estate. Well, I mean. I've been on Zillow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I see what you How expensive up. are these properties? The ones in Jackson Hole. If they're good properties, then they're going up in value. So you buy some sweet properties as investments and also places to live. Right. And then... You still got tons of other, you still got, you know, 10, 15 million left. <laughs> After you buy all your, just kidding. There would be a lot more. And then that's earning. I mean, it doubles every five years if you're making 10% in the stock market. So like, boom, five more years, your 50 turns into a hundred. You're doing just fine. You feel me? I feel you. That's the plan. I would not buy a house in Alaska though. I know you wouldn't. I would, I would allow it, but it would not be a nice house that cost a lot of money. Whatever. It would be at least $2 million. I would give you a short list of homes, none exceeding $200,000. Maybe I would want a smaller one in Alaska. Just my little cabin up there. Go up there. Go fishing. Go up there. It's like a 20-hour trip. Make a quick trip up to Alaska <laughs> with a charter plane. A week. There we go. We can have charter planes to go no. places. When we went on a cruise to Alaska, everyone's doing excursions where they book the planes to go like fly around and see the glacier. Okay. The crews after us from the same ship, people booked the same excursions. The very next week. The very next week. Um, and there they, it was terrible. Like one of the planes for the cruise excursions crashed and everyone on the plane died. Yeah. Just four tourists up there on this floater plane going to see, uh, see the go over Mendenhall glacier. And it was really foggy that week. And they just, I don't know what exactly happened. Hit a mountain, something. Right. But I have issues with control and trust when it comes to personal transportation. Uber <laughs> drives are some of my most stressful moments. Any drive really I don't, stresses, actually. I don't know them. I don't, I don't know how good of a driver they are. I don't know. You know, like, I just don't know. Planes, right. the same thing. Again, who are these people? If it was peter from the bachelor i would feel like okay i know him i know he's not doing anything wild and crazy <laughs> that's the only pilot you trust I, I don't know i wouldn't trust him he's done some pretty wild crazy things yeah but not with his life he's kind of he went on the bachelor then he stopped dating i know but he was the most maddest maddie ann matt hannah ann hannah ann for maddie for maddie maddie ann two great choices didn't go with either of them. He went with Kelly. He's dating Kelly I guess Kelly he's dating now. Kelly now, so that's Have you fine. guys seen this? Peter and Kelly have like a little talk show on Instagram that they, like through their stories called A Couple Things. A Couple Things? Yeah, because they're a couple. 
huh. completely a couple. That's exactly like Sean Johnson's podcast. It's just called Couple Things. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They stole it. They did. All I Sean have to Johnson say is her husband. Peter better marry this girl because she really must love him if she's willing to be a part of his family <laughs> after what his family, like especially his mom, did on national television. Like, whoa, that lady is capable of some really mean stuff. A, that lady pulls the strings when it comes to Peter, and B, she can turn on the terrible pretty fast. Yeah, in front of the whole world on live TV. Yeah. She will shame you in front of anyone for any reason. Peter may Don't cross her. Don't cross her because Peter Peter will side with her and leave you in a second. Yeah. All right, so you said that you have some news stories locally. I do. I think it's fun to share local news. I like it when people I follow share the stories about their homes. So I just go on our local news is called KSL. So if you ever want to keep up to date on Dallin and Ashley's local happenings, you can go to (laughs) KSL.com and you will see everything going on in Utah. So there's two things that struck struck me um, while scrolling through the current events. Number one, Dallin's alma mater city Dallin went to Weber State University where it's right next to Ogden a city in Utah Um, people who went to BYU like me look down on Weber State (laughs) and the city of Ogden the rest of the country looks down on on BYU so it's okay it's okay we need (laughs) everyone needs someone to look down on Um, But I thought it was a really cool thing that the city is doing to help with social distancing. There's a street in Ogden called 25th Street. And that's along that street are all of the really cool restaurants and bars. Just like during normal times, the places where people hang out and eat. Um, And a lot of them are struggling right now. So the mayor of the city is contemplating shutting down the entire 25th Street so that the restaurants and bars in that area can have more room to have socially distanced tables like they would be able to put their tables and and like restaurant stuff into the street seating in the street and everything so that they could be farther apart because right now a lot of those places they're older like buildings built by it's such a cool street yeah like the buildings are kind of like they're from the original founders of the town so like old 1800s buildings so they're not huge and you can't fit a ton of tables in them to begin with. So they're all really struggling to have, they only have like two or three tables that anyone can sit at at this point. So the mayor's going to shut down the street and everyone's going to be able to have tables in the street. And I thought that was really, really cool. That's such a good idea. Here's another story. In Brigham City, where Dallin and I were married, mm-hmm. um, there was a burglary and the burglar. What? Yes. Do burglaries happen in Brigham City? After eating at Maddox Chicken. <laughs> No, I don't know. Oh, That's a really good I chicken that was place. Part of the story. If you go to Brigham City, um, they first robbed. It was. I guess he kind of has like a bigger property where he had a, a trailer, a shed, a, like a kind of a warehouse and a home. And they robbed his home, and they robbed his shed, and then they broke into his trailer. I guess like a residential, like a maybe like a an RV kind of trailer. And while they were robbing his trailer. I guess there's video footage of it all. They First they took things out of it and then they went back in the trailer and took a nap for an extended amount of time. In his trailer. <laughs> in his trailer. Like after robbing his house, which I feel like if he came home, he would call the police and then what are they going to do? They're just in his trailer. But then after they slept in his trailer for a couple hours, they then robbed his warehouse and took a, apparently like multiple firearms so in the words of creed bratton the balls on you man <laughs> yeah like they're very ballsy and they're also very armed at this point so beware brigham city huh well that's sad i didn't think anything bad ever happened in the small quaint town of brigham city Mm-mm. anybody who lives in brigham listening to this you can correct me <laughs> things have happened all right we have some emails from you guys that we wanted to read because it's been a while so without further ado this one is from Daniela, and she says, Hey, Dashwood family, my name is Daniela. I'm about to go into my senior year of college at a university in Texas. I know oh, y'all have Texas. shared a little bit of your college times, 
Ash, I thought you would like this one. My college time. I am curious and would like any advice, tips you can give me on my last year of college. Is there anything you regret or wish you had done when you were still in college? I graduate May 2021. Also, I think y'all would love College Station. I know you mentioned yes. it on a previous podcast, That's some potential moving move. locations. Yeah. Tell me everything about this place, Daniela. Texas is great in general. Anyways, I... love your channel. Thank you for getting me through my junior year of college. Love, or sincerely. <laughs> She's putting in words for Daniela. College? She says, sincerely, hugs, kisses. Love you guys so much, Daniela. Okay, let me let me bypass her question quickly and tell you guys, College Station is on Dallin and I's shortlist of places we dream about. Basically, yesterday, we just decided that we need to live in a place where Ashley can have two geese, an emu. This is what I want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> in a in a quarantine miracle. <laughs> Dallin has known of my love of animals and country and land and just hobby farming in general, right? I want an orchard. And he's always dare I say, turned his nose up at this dream, not wanting to be a part of it, which is fine. It's not for everyone. And I think in his mind, he has maybe kind of like... I've allowed fears to rule my well, thinking for too long. I th but now I'm living in the now. I just think you are kind of... You were used to think in your mind, Ashley wants like a, a literal like ranch with hundreds of animals. Right. And that is not the case. Okay. Um, Correct my fear. Calm my anxieties here. What I want, this is the dream. I want a fruit tree and blueberry patch and raspberry patch. Okay. I want my patch of earth, my, my little bit of earth, as uh -huh. Secret Garden would say. Right. And then I just want space for our two dogs to roam free and like live out their dog life. You know, Barkett's a trespasser once or twice. Mm -hmm. um, I want a family of geese to love me and hate all other people. Okay. And I want a cat or two. Okay. I'm just overriding. <laughs> Family of geese hates everyone but Ashley. No, I just think it adds a lot of character to a property. Like my grandma's house, she had a cat that loved only her and it would attack everyone else. And but I did would, she like, have a goose? She did not have a goose. No, I just think it adds a lot of character if while you're playing, you're also a little bit worried about Where's the goose? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Heaven forbid we just have a it worry free It just adds like fun property. stories. Like, oh, that's just our goose chasing little Tommy. <laughs> Always got to have something causing some anxiety in the back no, of like, your mind. like, George, go get the mail. Watch out for the goose. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, son. Tell us how it goes. I think it's Turn really on your walkie-talkie if you need help. Anyway. But he would love our family or whoever was nice to him. And it probably wouldn't be George. So okay. um, some cats. And then I just want, let's say I come across a baby deer who's been orphaned. I just want a space that I can bring the baby deer to. And then it would also love me. Until the coyotes come and eat it. No. These what? are the realities of living on a ranch. I, it's not a real ranch. It's just a happy little couple acres of land. I lived on a sheep ranch for I do, a few summers. The last thing I want to do Every is... Every night, we would go out, there'd be another lamb missing. Right. I don't want that. Right. I don't want big animals that I don't know how to take care of. Maybe a goat? I could do a goat. Those reproduce faster than rabbits. Well, almost. I would get two girls. <laughs> Marry them like Leslie Nope marries two penguins. The penguins. <laughs> yeah. That she almost gets fired because the council for, like, the Christian group of people who are against gay marriage yeah. come after her. No, yeah. I would not. I just, well, they would mow the lawn for us and eat, like, our house. Goats are the worst. I, I mean, I would love that. Goats Maybe. are not the worst. We would talk about it. I guess I'm thinking of male goats. No, I don't want. But goats also just eat everything. They're, like, literally everything. Right. Well, I would have a special pen for Okay. And then this family... So so far we are at geese, cats, no, and goats. Just the options are open. I don't have to have them all at once. But these are things that in, um, spark, some, spark some excitement. Okay. And then this family I follow on Instagram, their Instagram handle is Wildwood Farm. They have two emus. And it is the most fun to watch their emu stories. 
they run around like little baby dinosaurs and then like they love their family but they peck like the mailman babies <laughs> peck the mailman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just really funny and they like love 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 because i think they hatched them so they think the people are their emu parents i just think they're hilarious so maybe i would want two emus but they seem fairly self-sufficient like they kind of do their own thing if anybody owns emus and or geese please tell us your experience having them on your property oh the people goats. at this farm also like adopted they kind of like rescue animals sometimes and they adopted this senior pig and the pig is just really old and doesn't do much so that but they just gave him a beautiful home and he's really cute he's really scared of everything except every morning he wakes up and the only time he'll leave his pen is he wakes up every morning and walks down to this this lady her daughter her grown-up daughter lives on their property too and he'll walk down to her daughter's house and wait at her doorstep for a treat and then he like waddles back up to his pen and hides there for the rest of the day. Senior pig. A senior pig. Oh. I think that's so fun. I would just be so happy that you had things to wake up and look forward to every day and I go just out and take care of your animals. animals. Just a few. My my fears kick in pretty fast there when you say that, rescuing animals, and think that we will soon have a farm like Andy with all of those dogs that he rescued. <laughs> no. All right, he now only you just, did that for Aaron. You just need to insert this shot anally <laughs> 10 times a day. No, remember when I found the kitten? That was, that's been like my dream forever. When Dallin and I first got married, I was walking. I went to like visit him at school or something. I don't remember what it was. He, he went to University of Utah and I was walking home back to our little student housing apartment and I found this like tiny, like four week old kitten in the gutter and the vet, when I took it to the vet, they thought maybe there's like feral cats and it was right in the gutter of this huge road. It was like a six lane road. And they think maybe the mom had to drop it to like run away from a car or something. So I found him in a gutter and it's been my dream forever to like find a kitten and rescue it and have this story of like, oh, I found this kitten. This fly away home part two. Yeah. It was like with Ashley. Mm-hmm. And then we couldn't keep it because our apartment wouldn't let us. So I gave it to my sister who gave it to her boyfriend who then broke up with my sister and I will never see this cat again. It's like the worst story. And I am still bitter. When I gave it to her, I was like, don't you dare leave this cat with your boyfriend if you break up. And she was like, I swear, I swear I won't. And she did. And then we'll never be friends again. That's the worst. No, I, I am still friends with her, but I do hold that against her forever. <laughs> Just hold it against with her love. boyfriend. With love. I hold it against you with love. It doesn't help that, that I works. didn't like her boyfriend. Right. Right. Stay tuned for more Big Little Life with the Dashleys. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, anyways, so getting on to Daniela's Oh, anyways, how this connects to Daniela's question is one of the places I think could be a great place to carry out my dreams is College Station, Texas, and Idaho, and Seattle. 
some not Seattle, but somewhere. There's some cheap land. Right in the middle of Seattle. Washington has beautiful, like fertile, beautiful trees and grass and plants. Like I want to be able to grow stuff. Um, I wonder if there would be a good place there's some, outside of Seattle oh, where looked. we can own more land that's no, not too terribly expensive. Because all I know is living in the Seattle area is ridiculous. No, Dallas, I've looked. There are. Really? There's some like incredibly affordable I love acreage. Se- I love Washington. I know. Anyways. Anyways. Any advice for college for Daniela? Daniela, I'm like the worst person to ask. I was the most chaste and virtuous and which is good, but to a point of like having no, like I was just scared of boys and parties and just making bad decisions. So I didn't ever really do like anything wild and crazy. And I just regret not being wilder and crazier or just having a boyfriend, (laughs) you know, like that too. Yeah. So I would just say, don't be afraid and do things that sound exciting to you and just do them even if you're like oh what would my parents think or oh i don't know like how does this line up with the course of my many career goals or something just like have fun but be smart have fun and be smart i just was always more smart than fun so i didn't have a lot of fun yeah yeah i'd say in the last year see who you can meet and talk to other people in your field because those connections, like a few years down the road, you never know how like how that will work out for your benefit and their benefit. This beautiful mutual thing, like oh, I met somebody back in college that was interested in that same thing. I wonder if they want to start something together. You call them, turns out they're interested in starting the same thing, and they've already got a few connections and some funding lined up. Boom! All of a sudden, you guys are like doing this crazy next Facebook type thing, you know? Or it's just. It's not about what you learn so much as about who you met and the connections you made. It's, it's about also what about you what you too. learn, but like just what as important. What would Michael Scott say, Dallas? <laughs> let your hats fly as high as your dreams. It's it's about what you. It's about who you meet as well. Some solid Did he connections. Say, let your dreams fly as high as your hats. He said, "Let your hats fly as high as your dreams." Oh, okay. Yeah. So meet some cool people. Like become friends with your professors and I would just say not hold back. Don't have any inhibitions and meet people and just like get involved and do really cool things just to kind of, you know, learn as much as you want to learn and do as much as you want to do during college. Because college is like just this cool time where people are willing to support you. You're learning so much and you just, everything. It's just like this really cool time down chalk down as a lesson learned. It's a time of like in a good way, like very selfish self investment where your only focus is like, what can I do for myself right now? Like, how can I, how can I get myself set up for success right now? Or how can I like gain experiences that I want to have right now? How can I learn everything I want to learn right now? I think it's a really cool time. Yeah. And like I was just very like, I just was w- trying to get done as fast as I could and trying to take as many credits as I could possibly take and trying to like, like I just didn't have as much fun as I wished I had. And it turns out like I didn't even use the major I majored in and I just wish I had done, like I feel like college and people are more than just, like the goal is more than just academics. Like really have like, physical goals, spiritual goals, academic goals, like social goals, like make a list of all of these goals that are things that like feed into personal joy and happiness and try and achieve all of them to the highest extent that you've ever achieved them this year. That's good advice. Yeah. Take it, Daniela. That's good stuff. Okay. Have a good last year. And I hope you get to go and be in public. Gosh, I wonder if it's all online. I know. That's like... We didn't even, we didn't even think of Corona. I know, it's I like was just, Professor we Umbridge about... is like, coronavirus reminds me of Professor Umbridge. <laughs> just like annoying. All and the rules. No never... students <laughs> shall talk in the hallways. Right. She's the worst. I hate Professor Umbridge. All right. Here's another email from Callie. And this is, she was excited that we went to South Dakota. Yes. So this was a really nice email. Hey, Dashlers, I was so excited to hear you guys enjoyed visiting South Dakota. 
I did DM y'all on Instagram while you were there. I grew up an hour south of Rapid City in Hot Springs. Sweet. So cool. Man, it was so pretty My up there. sister loves it there. On the podcast, you guys were talking about going back and visiting Custer State Park. My family goes camping there every summer and it's amazing. I've, we've heard from multiple people now, including Callie, that Custer State Park is amazing. So we're going to have to take our RV there for sure, for sure. Oh, for sure. I heard you oh, have to other uh, reserve news. pretty in really because it's so popular. We did put a down payment on a, another, yeah, a third, a third. Don, how many RV. RVs have we reserved? Three. <laughs> and but unreserved. the first two have been unreserved. No, four. Four? The first one. Oh, wow. Yeah, four. Yeah, the first one was here in Utah. Sec- the second one was in Maine. Third one was in Arizona. Now I've canceled the Arizona one and found one here in Utah for the same price and a newer year right here. So we have a reservation for one here and it's still being made and it's going to come off the line and get shipped here by August 31st is the tentative date right now. So So if all goes according to plan for George's birthday, yeah, if all goes according to plan, we are going to do our annual Jackson Hole trip in our camper this year for George's birthday as we do every year. I wonder if Ellie and and Jared will want to come. I know. I'm worried we will take it out on its maiden voyage and learn multiple things are broken and spend George's birthday in a trailer with like no electricity, no running water. Experiences. We love them. Yeah. Well, they do a walkthrough and... Well, I know, but... To make sure everything's working. So hopefully that will quell the biggest things. Well, good morning, George. Good morning, guys. Oh, so Where good to see you. Have you been all night? I've been looking for you. I've been just... I've been looking for you. <gasps> Georgie just woke up and walked into the podcast studio. Georgie, if you could watch any show right now, what show would you watch? I want to watch that one that sounds like this. It's time to shine. Now say the world shine. Be here for real. Let's go. Small and I me. It's time to shine. Starbeam. It's time to shine. Starbeam. <laughs> you want to watch Starbeam? Yeah. I'll go turn it on for you, bud. You will? Great. I, yeah. Starbeam is on. He's like a little, like a robot. You he, will? Great. He's very formal. Every yeah. encounter with George is like a formal English affair. Mom, while I was walking down my bed, I had a rule. And that rule was <laughs> it's showtime. We've been talking about following rules. Sound like Pert Happily. And that rule was, it's time to watch a show. But then he brings out some soul when he he goes, all right, the show I want sounds a little bit like this. <laughs> yeah. It's time to Sweetie. shine, show the world. All right. For those wondering, Starbeam is a show about a young lady who becomes a superhero girl when the world needs to be saved. George, those are his favorite shows. Okay. Callie continues, the perks of Custer State Park and camping in South Dakota is that there is no wild bears. What? We learned that they oh, were all killed yeah. by the miners. The miners killed the them gold all. gold rushers. We learned that at that bear place. Yeah. She says, if you end up going, you should also visit Wind Cave National Park while you're there. It's a small national park. It has one of the biggest cave systems in the world. George would love that. It's very easy to visit in half a day or less. Oh, I saw and that. And it's free to drive through. Oh, you drive through the caves? What? Wait. No, the National no. Park. You drive through the National Park. To the caves. And you walk to the caves. It's very easy to visit in half a day. Well, um, Wind Cave National Park and Custer State Park both border each other. That sounds like such a fun trip. I want to do it. Yeah, and my sister lives there. And so we can camp on her land. She continues. Also, Ashley, I'm a teacher too. I taught English language learners, ELL, last year. And I'm hoping to get a kindergarten job. I'd love some kindergarten tips. Anyway, I get super excited when anyone I know visits my home state. Thanks for sharing your lives with us. Love from Denver, Colorado, Callie. Thanks, Callie. My kindergarten tips. What would my kindergarten tips be? I did a lot of, like, anytime I would teach anything or tell something. Save your assets and sell it on Teachers Pay Teachers. That's what I would say. Oh, yeah. Del- I was always making stuff up, like making Actually, up. Actually, the best stuff. Like, um, you know how you like, you can use a Sharpie or like print out your own like worksheet or whatever. And then 
I was always making my own worksheets and things and Dawn was always like, why don't you sell these or like my own books? And I just, it's just a lot of work, but some teachers do and make a lot of money. Yeah. Sorry. I cut you off. Continue. Mm, I just turned, I just like turned everything into a game or anytime I introduced something, I would be like, like I'm telling them like the greatest story, be like, you guys will not believe what I learned yesterday. Yesterday, I was reading in my homework book and I learned about this crazy letter. And the kids would just be like, what? It is the silliest, craziest letter I have ever seen. Do you want to see how I can write it? Anyone who wants to try to write it with me can use their finger in the air and we can all write it together. And then like you just turn everything into this like crazy little game adventure. And then you're like, this... This sight word that I learned yesterday is nuts. It's in so many books. I have seen it in this book and this book. Pete the cat says it all the time. The sight word we're learning about today is with. (laughs) And they're like, whoa. (laughs) With. I'll be like, let me tell you a story. And I'll use our sight word with so much. And I'll be like, yesterday I was with Dallin. And they all loved Dallin. I would always be like... I would tell them all the like weird things I did and they'd always be like, was Dallin mad at you? (laughs) Like one time I had to, I broke our window. That was like the best story I've ever told. Cause I locked, I got locked out of our house. Cause I feel like our door like automatically locked or something. It was really weird. So I had to break into our window and I broke the screen and I went to school the next day and I was like, you guys will never believe what I did yesterday. And I like tied it into like a sight word or a letter or something. Maybe we were learning about the letter W. So I used like window and I was like, you will never believe like I was and breaking a window is like a big deal to a kid. It's like a thing they get in trouble for. So they were like, oh my gosh. And I was like, and here's the thing. I didn't even tell Dallin. I hid the broken window behind our TV. And my teaching aide, my teacher aide looked looked up and she was like, is this true? And I was like, yeah, this is true. (laughs) I remember that. I was like, what the heck is this doing back here? No, and then it was so funny though, because I was like, you came to visit like the next week. And before you came to visit, I was like, I sat him down and I was like, Dallin is coming and you guys need to promise me that you will not tell him about the window. And they were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and like the second Dallin. I was Dallin, wondering why they're all giddy when yeah, I walked in. I was like, do not tell him. And the second Dallin walked in, like five of my kids stood up and they were like, Miss Sealy broke the window. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's so funny. So I would just say like the best way to like to their hearts and to teach them and to have classroom management and everything. I mean, you're a teacher, you know, this is to just have a foundation of like where they love you and where you love them. Um, There's so many things I did as a teacher that I didn't do or like that I didn't lean on as a parent until we went to these parenting conferences and like kids do things because of what happens when you do them like because of the good attention they receive when they do whatever it is so just like be very like open and affectionate with like praise and attention and then um like it's easier for a kid to follow rules because they love you than because they're scared of you or because they are fearful of you so that was i feel like the key to teaching is classroom management like you can teach someone you can teach anything like teaching is easy it's classroom management is what's hard so i would just say like become someone that they trust and that they love and that they know loves them and like have very like understandable like very like like rules that everyone understands and agrees on and that are very fair and not necessarily like punitive um like logical consequences and they'll just love you kindergartners are so it's like my favorite age. They're so just like willing to be your best friend. So if you get a kindergarten job, it'll just be the happiest time. Kindergarten is just happy. That's good. That's yeah. good advice. In closing, Ash, I wanted to open up the police beat for BYU because I know you used to read oh this my all the time. G- I forgot about this. And we've this. got some real winners. Can we read this regularly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why don't you just say what the police beat is and why it is of interest to you because 
I think it's hilarious. So before, so I went to two. In the wholesome college of BYU. Okay, so you guys know like Dallin and I are members of the Mormon church, right? And I went to two um, like church colleges, like BYU and BYU-Idaho, Brigham Young University in Provo and Brigham Young University in Idaho are both church, what is the word? Like they're a, some, they're like part of, they're Christian, they're like, I don't know what the word is. They're church sponsored. Church sponsored. Like the are the church leaders and the school are like run, intertwined. Intertwined. I don't even know. Like it's it's a university. It's an accredited university, but it's like church. It's like a it's a private church school. Uh-huh. I guess I don't know what the word is. So you have to understand like that culture, which is a culture of, um virtue and, and soberness and BYU soberness. has won the stone cold sober award from some right. college so association for the past i don't know how many years both of these colleges have honor codes and to go to these schools you have to abide by the honor code which is like no drinking no drugs no like they if you're not supposed to have sex until you're married they um, literally enforce it and will kick you out right um and what oh, no. I mean, it's, um, there's like dress and appearance rules where men and women are you, you're you like you can't go to class unless you're dressed modestly. You know, um, you have to. Part of the honor code is you have to be a a member of your local congregation. Like you have to be a church attending student. Um, As a member, how did you feel about all these rules? It was just, it felt... About like, that, how did you feel then? And then how you feel now looking back? I mean, so I grew up in Georgia. So like if you imagine like BYU to be like the heart, like where the culture, like everything is kind of, everyone's following that culture. Everyone's following those rules. Well, not everyone, but it's just like a very strong culture. Mm-hmm. And like BYU is where essentially they're like, you're maturing in the in the church as a human as an adult and the like these rules are very like enforced i grew up in georgia so like i don't know like i was kind of apart from it a little bit or like separated a little bit plus like the rules of byu and byu especially byu idaho are very different from like the rules of the church like there's a lot of school culture which i think is weird for example like byu idaho you can't wear sandals on campus i don't know if the rules are still the same but they just wanted students to come they wanted students like like private schools like you know like if you send your kid to a private school they wear a uniform and they have to dress a certain way like the the ideology of like how you dress will reflect your seriousness for learning kind of like if you dress up and they do this in elementary school too like they think sometimes if you are wearing a school uniform like your mindset is different when you enter school because you're dressing differently and you kind of get into a habit of when you put on your uniform and go to school that that you're doing something more serious that like you pay attention and and you take it seriously so like BYU Idaho there's like you can't wear shorts on campus you can't wear um, sandals. These were all things that I was very personally opposed to due to my love of sandals and my love of shorts. Um, so me, uh, Ashley, a very like wholesome girl. I'm going to rebel today. To like everyone outside of BYU-Idaho. sandals. I was seriously like a rebel at that school. That's so funny to me. Yeah, like I got sent away sometimes. Like when you go to the gym, you can't be wearing gym clothes. When you go to the gym, you need to wear your like uh, like nice school clothes because the gym is on campus and they won't – and you can – well, they've changed this now. But when I went there, you could only work out at the college gym in clothes that you rented for, or you could buy their approved workout clothing. Knee-length gym shorts. <laughs> Which is really like – I should have just bought my own because that's really yucky to like work out in like they would launder everything like you would work out in it and then turn it back in if you rented it for free. But I think that's really yucky. Yeah. 
I should have just, like, I don't know why I didn't buy my own stuff. That's so funny. I was pretty frugal back then. Anyway, so there's just this culture. There's some big rules. And these are, this is the police beat from BYU. Yeah. And there's just like, you know, like good Mormon kids breaking, like the, I don't know, like the rules are so little, like they're very juvenile rules, I think sometimes. So when you're like in the paper for breaking like the curfew rule or I don't know, you're like being you're like, oh, you're, you're like police the beat. police are called on you for being too rowdy or for making out with someone. Did in... we make police beat when we were dancing in the library? We probably almost did. Probably should have checked. Yeah. Like just being rowdy. Like I've just kind of imagine like a, I love, and I say this with love, like I love BYU and it was kind of fun to have like rules because I was homeschooled. It was kind of fun to like break rules and I wasn't like, you know, like I wasn't getting wasted or like doing hardcore drugs. I was just like being rowdy. You were just wearing in shorts. In a parking lot or wearing shorts. Huh. But it was kind of fun. It felt like like Hogwarts a little bit. Like BYU-Idaho had a curfew. Like you couldn't be out after midnight. You had to be... Do not leave your dormitories. Yeah. You had to be in your apartment. So it was really fun to like sneak out. Yeah. All right. What is... What BYU is... criminal mischief, June 5th. What... <laughs> That's when they call it BYU criminal mischief. Water balloons were thrown at the Hinkley building at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> the police officers are like, no. Again? Freaking again? More water ballooners. <laughs> oh, man. April 28th. A theft occurred at the Richards building bike rack between March 5th and April 28th. Oh, bikes are stolen like nobody's business. I bet. April 28th. A theft occurred at the View bike rack around 8 p.m. These are like, these are the crimes that make the newspaper. (laughs) Another bike theft. Someone looked at somebody's bike. Okay, Um, here we go. Police arrested a suspect for theft of a bike at Heritage Halls. November 6th, an individual stole a bike from the Botany Pond. (laughs) November 7th, a personal belonging was reported stolen from the Smithfield House. (laughs) <laughs> like a water bottle <laughs> water bottle a personal belonging november 14th multiple instances of theft all right what's this october 7th one a fire started in heritage halls after a hot pad was left on the stove <laughs> newsworthy <laughs> september 30th an individual was caught trespassing in the indoor practice field these are probably the... studying their scriptures no in a quiet spot They're probably making out or making out a student report reported potential fraud that occurred at the benson building a potential fraud all right are there any good ones uh i'm just going through trying to find it it's like missing bike missing bike every once in a while there's something bigger not that that's a good thing uh, all the newer ones have been like vandalism People are vandalizing the Y up on the hill. People put racist on over Benjamin Smoot and Brigham Young statues. That's basically the gist of police beat. Do you remember any like particularly funny ones when you read this all the time in college? There's just, I don't know, like deer on campus once, I think. <laughs> that made the police beat? <laughs> A deer was spotted on campus. I remember one time my roommate got in the police beat. I guess there was... um. So there's this hill, um, I guess like, was it Charles Man? No, not Charles Manson. Who, who was the rapist in Salt Lake City? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Um, some of his victims he picked up around BYU and there's this hill, um, that heads up to campus. It's this really big hill and it's really like at night it's really dark and the pathways are like surround like trees on both sides and i think one of the instances was around there and then there's been other like um violent instances so they call the hill rape hill like the students do but my roommate got into the newspaper because when she was a freshman she was walking on the hill and the local byu newspaper kids came and interviewed her and they were like resident freshman and then they said her name was asked about rape hill and responded grape hill (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that this was a hill where you grew grapes. 
<laughs> seriously said that whole quote in the police beat yeah so she thought they said grape hill and she was like oh grape hill i didn't know that this was a <laughs> i didn't know you grew grapes here holy cow and they used that quote as evidence that people were feeling more comfortable on rape hill <laughs> i have got some more winners over here on march 26th officers responded to a call about a physical altercation over a parking stall Oh, yeah. Parking's rough to find at BYU. And for the record, I would like to say that I'm a proud alma mater. Like, I loved my school and I still love my school. It's just, I think all colleges have their quirks that, like, everyone... Uh, I think BYU has a few more. Yep. March 17th, police found several individuals on the roof of the restrooms on the Y trailhead and issued them warnings. (laughs) Those mischief makers. Those, Those young men, young women on the roof. Of the Police beat March 12th. Students reported missing clothing items taken from their dorm area. Theft, man. That's hilarious. I mean, it's... I. Oh, here we go. Officer saw a woman streaking down Center Street around 1 a.m. Police stopped the woman and found her to be intoxicated. She was sent home. <laughs> we need. This needs to be a regular part of the podcast. <laughs> Reading the BYU Police Beat. BYU-Idaho has a better one. BYU-Idaho? Oh, yeah. I bet because it's in rexburg it's like a small country town so it's like moose reported on campus (laughs) okay anyways fun podcast ash we're gonna go over to taking sides now as usual for our recording day and go join us over there if you want to hear more um just more of us over there it's a party (laughs) it is it's fun we love talking about your guys relationship people's favorite podcasts we're getting a lot of I mean, I think just all the emails we continue getting, we have like over 300 now, just people asking just what our thoughts are in relationships. We're not claiming to be experts or anything. We just have been married for six it's just years. just like Dallin and I are like the friends that you can write to and be like, is this, what do you think about what this? What do you think about this? What's, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, that's the gist of the other podcast. It's really fun. Come join us, Taking Sides the Marriage Podcast over there. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's just, we feel like we are your friends and we just love having you with us in this podcast. It's like an intimate space, pretty much. Mm-hmm. We just talk about whatever. We're not, we, on the, the vlogs are, we don't go this like personal and in-depth into things. So the podcast, you podcast, you, the podcast listener, are the, are. I feel like this is where you really get to know us. Yeah. Because. It's hard. I feel like you can get to know like Ashley and Dallin, the parents. And I think Ashley and Dallin, the not parents come out in the po- in the vlog too. But the podcast has no kids. So it's just kind of like who we are to each other mm-hmm. and like to our friends. Yeah. You know, sans the children. Right. And we love it. Okay. Have a good one, you guys. And we'll see you next week.